You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Monday, January 16th. Happy Martin Luther King Day for all of you that are listening. And if it's not, then I guess happy whatever day of the week it is. My name is Richard Blosser, welcoming you to this to this podcast. We're at the halfway point of the season, everyone. Just want to get that out of the way to everyone. We'd officially had games 36 over the weekend, we're we're going over, hopefully unlike last year, the top end of the roller coaster. So to quote another sports podcast that I listen to, love it, hug it, cherish the Hershey Bears hockey because it will be gone before you know it and we head into the long, hot, sticky, wet, moist offseason. So this is the Grits and Barrett podcast that covers the Hershey Bears of the American Hockey League, affiliate of your Washington Capitals, and of course, on the Hockey Podcast Network, sponsored by DraftKings. We will get to them a little bit later. It was a double dip this weekend for the Bears as we welcomed the Springfield Thunderboids to town. Their only trips to Hershey this season, that's right, we've only got four games against the boys from Western Massachusetts. It's a shame because this new 72-game season, we knew some teams were going to get whacked. We would have liked if it would have been more on the Wilkes-Barre and Lehigh end, but we can't always get what we want in this in this cruel world sometimes. So this weekend, we, we uh, of course, said double-dipped against uh, Springfield. Before we do get into that game, I'd like to uh, have a quick programming note for everyone. Um, due to some real life circumstances, I was going, me and Corey Schwartz were going to do a mid season report of the Hershey Bears considering it's game 36 over this past weekend. Unfortunately, due to some real life, uh, um, incidences beyond my control and the hockey trips coming up, um, that is being pushed off, uh, probably until the all-star break around that time, just when, um, my schedule will lighten up a little bit. So um, had to rearrange some things with Corey today, take care of some things here at the home, and of course, prep for this coming weekend. So um, most likely, uh, the the uh, recap of this coming week's games will probably come on Tuesday. I will probably record on Monday morning as I will be getting back probably late, uh, maybe a little too late from um um, from the road trip, even though we have a game in Newark at two thirty, we still got to get home from uh, from New Jersey. We will see how that goes. So that's just letting everybody know what's going on. Everybody clear on that? Good. 
Let's get right into it. As I said, we had two games against the Springfield Thunderbirds this weekend. Big, big weekend for the Hershey Bears. One definitely circled on the calendar at the beginning of the season. But before we could get to the events on Saturday night, and we will get to that, um, we will tackle Friday night game as the Hershey Bears welcome the Springfield Thunderbirds into town. And I myself wanted to get to this game, but sadly could not as I was working. So... Friday night, you know, we had a bad loss. Well, yeah, bad loss on Wednesday. And, uh, oh, Coach was not pleased about that loss. And rest assured, Thursday's practice was going to suck. I mean, someone goes to grab the puck bucket and the coach goes, nah, no. Leave the puck bucket. You're all doing wind sprints. Okay, Coach, are we just going to do to the sideboards? Nope, nope. Line, goalie line to goalie line. Wind sprints. Everyone, go. Yipe. In the words of um, uh, Porky Pig and Daffy Duck. Yipe. Me, me, me too. Yipe. <laughs> Would that pay off for the boys on Friday night? Well, the boys are getting ready to go. I'm at work. It's a slow night. And um, the Springfield Thunderbirds Twitter puts out, we're wearing our blue jerseys. No, we're not wearing the Springfield Falcons, but we're wearing our blue jerseys in Hershey. Huh? Wait, what? You're wearing your blue alternates? So I type up on the fan club page, to anybody out at the game, is Springfield wearing red or blue? First two comments back. Blue and blue. <gasps> they are wearing their thirds. They're wearing their blues. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm And, uh... I have a theory about this because these these blue jerseys, they are fantastic. Blue with gold accents with little hints of deep navy blue. So, methinks Springfield is going to be going to these as their new home jerseys probably within the next year or two. Uh, they're the Spring they're the uh Springfield. They're the St. Louis Blues affiliate. I mean, you're going to wear blue, you're not going to wear red. There are very few teams in the league that can wear their own color scheme and not really have it contribute to their parent club. We Hershey being one of them, but that's because we're independently owned. So, so yeah, I think these look great on Springfield. They look fantastic. And uh, wonder if we're going to be getting some new jerseys once we get to uh, the fall this year. Quite possibly. So, so in the first period, Bears are underway. And oh my gosh, they come out flying. Win the faceoff. Come down. Shot on. Wait, who's in net? Joel Hoffer. Ah, American Hockey League All-Star Joel Hoffer taking on not All-Star Zach Fucali. Lovely. But they come in. Shots on Hoffer. Shooting again. Stealing the puck. Cross passes. Scramble pucks in low. Wait, what do you mean? We're two minutes into the game and we're up 6-0 on shots? What in the name of Frank Mathers is going on here? And the Bears are giving Springfield nothing. They get Springfield gets their first shot of the game 10 minutes in? <laughs> okay, whatever Coach Todd Nelson says worked, but Hoffer's up to the challenge. Sliding saves, kick pad saves, couple of where-did-they-go saves, but with about eight minutes to go in the period, the, Bells, the Bears are up 12 to two on shots. And I'm like, well, this is going to be like when we faced uh, Dustin Tilkarski. We're going to be up a bunch on shots and yet nothing's gone through. Story of the story of our season so far. But the Bears get a rush up. Connor McMichael over to Joe Snively. He scores! 
Bears! Joe Snively gets it in! What a play! What a maneuver by Joe Snively! Gets it past Hoffer! And it's 1-0 Hershey. Joe Snively, his first point in his first game back. A 16-game home point streak for Joe going back to last season. His first, Connor McMichael with his fifth assist of the season. 1-0 Hershey early. Good job on on the boys. But the Bears keep the rush rush going. Bears work it in about a mutant three-on-two. Bouncing puck as Mason Morelli throws it in. Bouncing on Hoffer. Can't control it. Beck bats it into the net. He scores it in. And Joe Hoffer looks to the heavens. <laughs> Beck gets his second back with the Bears. Mason, his 17th assist. And Logan Day with his fifth assist of the season. 2-0 Hershey. All right. I like this. Going to start typing this out on my phone. Bears still pressing. Up 16-3 to on shots with three, not two minutes left in the period. Logan Day, long shot. Rebound, Frankie scores! Ethan Frank scores! 3 nothing Hershey! 3, 1, 2, 3. No exceptions, substitutions, or refunds. Ha! Joel, what's happening to you? He had no idea where these pucks are. All-star goaltender, my ass. 3 nothing Hershey. Ethan Frank, his 14th. Logan Day, second assist of the game. Six assists on the season. Mike Scarbosa with his 17th assist on the ser- season. And it's 3 nothing Bears. 18-4 on shots. 1-8-4. I don't know what Todd Nelson did on Thursday, but my God, it worked. He must have went to that that practice and read them the ride act. Maybe brought in some KFC as well. You know, sacrificed a chicken. Is that too much? Anyway, if you get that reference, I love you. But anyway, we go to the second, and I'm like, okay, okay. That Springfield has a has a plus twenty goal differential in the second. Okay, this is where they'll come back. I, I, I've seen this movie too many times this season. There is no way that the Bears are going to hold this lead. They're the Cardiac Bears. Kodiak Bears? No, Cardiac Bears. They're, they get up early, but they let opponents right back in it, thus ha- causing you to have heart attacks in the third period. I've had more than enough. But the Bears are holding strong. Springfield's kind of slowed the pace down a little bit. They get their shots into double digits by nine minutes into the second. They try to find their offensive game, but the Bears are up 3 nothing. They got this. Zach Fucali sitting in his goal crease with a daiquiri and a Kindle. He's like, yeah, I'm reading Fight Club tonight, guys. It is a Friday af- after all. Yeah, I'm catching up on the rules of Fight Club. Yeah, I know. Don't talk about Fight Club. Oh, it's just about Big Bob. Oh, wait. Save. <laughs> Out of the way. All right. Hey, there's a chapter about Marla Singer. All right. Wait, kick save. Bam. You wake up at Air Harbor. You have lit, You have travel-sized lives. You wake up at Logan. Kick save. Ah, chapter 20. There's the big twist. He's just reading Fight Club. He doesn't, need, doesn't really need to do anything. That is until six minutes to go in the set. Yeah, about six minutes left in the second Riley Sutter following following Prince around to the back near the boards and bam nails him right into the boards and that looked a little high and down goes Prince. 
And Riley Sutter's being escorted away. Okay. All right. That was a little rough. That's a little rough. They'll give him a power play. We'll be fine. And Riley Sutter skating to the locker room. Okay. Okay. There's only seven minutes left. Maybe they were going to give him a 10 minutes. Maybe they'll give him a 10. Okay. It's not like ref holds up five fingers. Oh, no. Riley Sutter giving a game misconduct a five-minute hit to the head. Checking the replay. It kind of checks out. Riley, what are you doing? You can't let this team back in it. Power play is decent, but they have weapons. They do have weapons on, on the power play, including Cannon Blaster Martin Furk. F-R-K. It said exactly like it's pronounced. So, all right, five-minute power play. All right, let's go. Win the face-off. Pekka. Wait, that's Pekka? Springfield got Pekka back? Got their Matthew Pekka back? Back oh, over to day. They can't get it out. Back over to uh, Lafreniere. Long wrister scores. Ugh. Matisse Lafreniere. No relation to Alexi Lafreniere. His third, Matthew Pekka. No, wait, Brady Lyle, my bad. I was reading the long run. Brady Lyle with his with the long-distance Lyle long shot. Matt Martin Frick with his 18th assist. And Matthew Pekka with his first point of the season. 3-1. All right, let's not give these guys another chance. But they kill off the five. They kill off the five-minute. They kill it off. Good on them. And we go into the locker room with the five-minute killed off. And I'm like, okay. All right, I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie. I mean, okay, watch Springfield get a goal to start the period. And I'm starting to move some trailers in the beginning of the third. And I log on and I and I hear, Ethan Frank! Well, that was a nice shot by number 28. Wait, what? Ethan Frank scored! Ethan Frank, our baby boy, scored 4-1 Hershey! 4-1! One minute in! That's a sin! Ding, 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 ding. Shame, shame, shame. Ah. Ha. Hall of Fame. All-star game. Goalie my foot. Hey, Hoffer. You only got in because Tokarski's in the NHL. Ah. Ethan Frank, his 15th goal of the season. Mike Scarbosa, his 18th assist. And big Gabriel Carlson with the 7th assist of the season. 4-1 Hershey. All right. This is what I've wanted. Put Come out, put the dagger in their throat, and I don't have to worry about this game whatsoever. Power play for, for uh, Springfield. Crud. All right, guys, let's not let him get back into this. Matthew Pecker, long shot. Deflection scores! Matthias Lafreniere. No relation to Alexis. And Springfield gets it back. 4-2. <laughs> Oh, why does this team do this to me? I just want one night. I don't want to have to worry when we go up. But the Bears get a power play midway through, midway through the uh, the third, as as uh, Springfield gets tagged with too many, too many men on the ice. But Springfield's pressing. It's a two on one the other way. Highmore, Highmore is leading and saved by Fukali. Thrown up the ice. LaPierre, Pilon, Bergstrom. It's a three on one. In comes Pilon, looking over to 
Over to Bornstrom. Fires. Scores. Scores. Henrik Bergstrom takes the dagger and shoves it into the Thunderbird. Bear score. Power play goal. And it's 5-2 Hershey. They get it back. Bjorkstrom, sixth of the season. P-line, his eighth assist. Henrik Slapierre, tenth assist of the season. 5-2 Hershey. Okay. Okay. No more. Let's shut her down. And I'm ready to type in. I got the gif of John Taffer all ready to go. Hey, Hershey, it's time to shut this rebound. Thunk. Thunderbird score. Don't make me do it, Hershey. Don't make me do it. Screw it. I'm going to do it anyway. We got to shut it down. Shut this place down. I'm calling it shut her down. And for once, and for once, we were listening. Less than a minute to go. Pulled. We're on a hat trick watch. Ethan Frank has it all alone. All alone, throws toward the empty net and hits the post with the shot. Ten seconds left in the game. Pilon chips it out to Ethan Frank. Ethan Frank into the empty net. He scores. It's the freaking hat trick. First one this season. It's called a what? Offsides. What do you mean? It's an empty net goal. Springfield doesn't care. Ask them. Ask them if they care. No, it's let's see the replay. It's the right call. <sighs> the hockey gods are cruel sometimes. Three, two, one, win. Bears win it and get off the schneid. 5-3 the final to defeat the Springfield Thunderboids. Oh, man, what a night for the boys to come out there. An offensive show. Big Beck. Gets third star of the night. Logan Day gets second star with two helpers. And Ethan Frank with two goals. Should have been a hat trick. Gets first star on the night. Well done, lads. Joe Snively getting in on the action as well. And just what a great game by the guys. And as much as I stressed out over, over this, in, in theory, nobody should have worried about this. The Bears had it. When you scored that first one of the third, they pretty much did have it. And to, 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 to do this in Springfield, yeah, they're at the bottom. They're not slouches, though. They have Matthew Highmore. They have Matthew Pekka coming back in. Certified puck blaster Martin Furk. And guys who can score. And I may have been chirping at Joel Hoffer, but he's an all-star for a reason. So... I don't think Springfield's bad. They may just have bad luck more than anything. They're missing their captain, though, Tommy Cross. Another blue line blaster. So Springfield's injured, and, well, somebody's got to come in last in this division somehow. So Bears win it on Friday and get themselves back into first plate, or still in first for the time being. And that took us to Saturday night, where it was for the... I think the second time in the Giants Center era, but we were having a number retirement. Number 17 was being retired to the rafters in Chris Bork. And doors are opened early on a frosty, well, sort of frosty, frosty, windy July, July, what the hell am I saying? January, 
January night. And I've been saying this all week on the fan club page. The socials have been pointing this out as well. Make sure you got there early. Please, please get there early. I don't want to hear complaining from the fans. Well, I didn't get to my scene time. Why did the ceremony start early? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have this. I don't have that. Ah, shut up. Every single way was telling you. They even said, hey, we'll broadcast it on Facebook in case you weren't there. And so, myself went, and the Bears were wearing the swatting bear jerseys once again in uh, at warm-ups. But it was nice to see. And there was Chris Bork. And I'll say it on here again, and not a lot of people are going to like it. Our former Lord and Savior, Chris Bork. That's how some fans treated him. And I say that here because that's how some fans treated him. And his entire family was there. Ryan Bork, up from South Carolina. Toronto, giving him the night off as a talent scout to to be able to do this. Um, Master of Ceremonies was Zach himself. And of course... His dad, the legendary Boston Bruins legend, Colorado Avalanche legend, Raymond Bork, was there. Wow, this was a uh, uh, a special ceremony. If we could get old 77 out there to enjoy this. And when I got to the uh, the rink, there it was. They had the full platform set up and everything. They even had the the uh, the the slot box thing where um um you know when you're raising a Stanley Cup banner and it comes out unfurled that's where it's in and a big seventeen display on the uh, there on the ice wow guess we know where part of the budget went budget went this year. And the Bears, well, they it took place before a little bit of a warm-up. And, well, there was no warm-up. They all came to the bench to sit. And out came the master of ceremonies, Zach. Okay. Zach, uh, Zach is it. But he's going to bring out cousin John Walton, right? What do you mean he made his one and only debut this year? Okay. Maybe Uncle Doc comes out. And this is not a knock against Zach. Zach, I love you. I really do. I'm like, okay, maybe Uncle Doc comes out. You know, what? We're trying to reach out for him for Hall of Fame night. So, it's Zach? Yep, it's Zach. Okay, okay. Let let him do it. Let him do it. Let him do it. And love you, Zach. I really do. Love you. Mean it. So, so everything goes. Everybody... Keeps talking about him. We go to the video board. We're going to the videotape of past teammates talking about him. Aaron Ness is up there. Bob Woods is up there. Barbecue Bruce? No. No Barbecue Bruce. He's too busy trying to lead the Vancouver Canucks. Keyword trying. And uh, who else is up there? (gasps) Liam! Liam! How you doing, brother? Giving us a shot out there from Arizona. Go on from the Mullen Arena locker room. Go on, you little, you crazy kid. You go on. <laughs> Travis Boyd. 
Travis, also from the locker room. <laughs> you as well. Um, Carl Alsner, all right. Good for him, friend of the podcast. John Carlson. No, no, we couldn't get John Carlson. Okay, who else? Keith Coin. Oh, my goodness. We're going to see you in a few weeks, buddy boy. Keith Coin. Andrew Gordon. <laughs> Keith. And then uh, Giroux. Alex Giroux. The Hershey Trinity. Alex Giroux and looking good for his age. Looking good. I'm just saying. I am. I'm just saying. Alex Giroux, everybody, given time, given time to say about him, and then out comes the man child of the hour after his sister and wife were given flowers from players. Um, awkward, but okay. And uh, Chris was given a nice little uh, uh, presentation, a jersey of his with the uh, with him. Um, with him holding the Calder Cup, but it's somehow spliced over the jersey. Awkward. Really awkward. But okay. And out comes Chris to speak. All right. I never really heard him speak, but he goes, and he stands up there and he gets the hiccup in his throat. Overwhelmed by emotion. Good to see. Really good to see. I'd just like to thank my coaches and my loving family for all the years. I know coming to Hershey was a very special time. And this is a much better reception I got last time. Because last time I was here, y'all booed me. Yeah, it's because you were playing for Bridgeport. And you scored on us. I just want to thank everyone else. I just want, I just want to, and there's me up there. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Looks at the clock. Um, Chris, can we um inject a little bit of life into this? You know, tell a joke. You know, just you know, you know, you, you didn't really take a lot of public speaking classes, did you? No, you didn't. A great hockey player and exude emotion whenever he scored. You did, but um. Not the best talker. No. No. But then came time, and he walked over, stood on the uh, carpeted area, and out rose the banner, and the font's a little small on it. Number's a little small, but hey, that's the giant center era. The numbers that had the great numbers were more of what Hershey Bears used to wear back in the day. This is fine. The thing's being risen up. It's a little uneven. Can we even that out a little bit? Little uneven. There you go. And it gets risen up and up and up and up to the level of the scoreboard and stops. Why are we stopping? Don't you want that thing to go a little bit higher? I mean, that's what you do for Stanley Cup. Oh, it's for social media. Okay, you dim the arena. You have the spotlight on it. You take a picture of it for all of the socials on it. Okay. All right. All right. All right, I get that. I do. I do. And that's it. He, the number 17, is a, is retired. And the Bears come out skating in warm-ups. And 2010-inspired white version of the swatting Bear jerseys, just like the legendary 0910 squad. And, ooh, these jerseys. Oh, boy. I mean, yeah, they have the uh, the burgundy numbers, but there's not a lot of black on them. The uh, the names have burgundy lettering that make it really hard to tell what the players' names are from really far. 
I mean, I'm up in 217, and I'm having trouble reading who's who and what's what. But these are warm-ups. These are fine. These are fine. It's a great night. I shouldn't be... I shouldn't be complaining too much about this. And uh, it's time to play. It's time to take on the Springfield Thunderboids. And we'll get to that right after this. But before we continue on, you on everyone, the NFL playoff action continues and we're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at getting an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you, you add up to 100%. Now, one of the games that I'll most likely be looking forward to is, of course, the Buffalo Bills. Bills just squeaking out a victory against Miami. We all know that if two had been playing, could have been a different story, but the Buffalo Bills should be one of the short, short bets this weekend. Going to be a very emotional game up there at Orchard Park. Make sure you jump jump on it. That's one that excites me the most, and uh, maybe throw a little bit money on the Philadelphia Eagles as they're trying to take a run at the Super Bowl as well. But remember, Bears fans, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo Code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL division round and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes in the details. And now, on with the show. And we're back here on the Grits and Barrett podcast. Thank you to our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, for sponsoring this podcast. Make sure you get in on some of that sweet NFL action coming up this weekend. And so, the Bears were back at it once we got the entire ceremony out of the way. All that booga, booga, booga out of the way. It's time for some hockey on a Saturday night as we took on Springfield once again. And the Bears in this game just came out absolutely flying once again. Not letting Springfield really get anything about it this time. Because tonight we had Hunter Shepard out there. Grab your palisman and get out there, Hunter. And taking him on was... Check's note. Vladim Zerhirenko. Z-H-E-R-E-N-K-O. Zerhirenko. That's not a name. That's a bad Scrabble hand. Okay. Fine. Fine. It's not all-star Joel Hopner, but I guess it'll have to do on the back-to-back. And the Bears come out flying once again. Early power play for the Bears as Lafreniere goes off for hooking, and the Bears get set up. And this power play is much more crisp this time. Passing's good along the boards, up along the points, around the perimeter. Guys trying to get to that bumper position. The passing's quick, precise, and on point. Bjorkstrom, Mason Morelli throws one in front. Scramble, goalie swimming, and looks... Lafayette, they score! They score! LaPierre gets it in! Goaltender never had it! It was in, and the Bears score and go up 1-0 three minutes into the game. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Hendricks LaPierre is 10th of the season. I think that puts him at 10-10 on the season. Mason Morelli is 18th assist. 
And Henrik Bjorkstrom with his ninth. Bears up 1-0. Awesome. We got this. Let me just type this in. And Springfield's back in the zone already. Long shot. Big rebound. Martin Frick. Wine fire scores. Did that go through Hunter Shepard? Not literally. But, okay. All right. Well, that was fun for 22 seconds. And Springfield ties it. Martin Fjork, the blue bomber, gets it in. Mega Man, he is not. Matthew Pekka with his third assist of the weekend. Matthew Highmore with his 25th assist of the season. Go on, son. Go on. Cut that hair. Go on. All right. So the, the game, the Bears do press a little bit more. The shots are a little bit more even. As we go on, the Bears did lead 7-3 in shots, but Springfield slowly clawed the way back, making it 8-8-9-9 in shots. A little bit more even. A late power play for Springfield as they work the puck around. Matthew Highmore, Matthew Pekka, long shot, drifts back out into the high slot. Brady Lyle kneeling, one-timer scores! And Springfield scores on the power play yet again. Guys... 2-1 Springfield as we head to the locker room. Brady Lyle with his third of the season. Matthew Pekka with his fourth. I'm getting really tired of saying his name. Matthew Highmore with his 26th assist. Methinks this is a one-line team. Mies is starting to think that. And we go to the locker room. And I want to see these guys try to get back in it. And is this what's really going to happen on Chris, Chris Bork retirement night? <laughs> no. The Bears come out flying in the second. Go up on Springfield. 8-1 on shots midway through midway through the second. And just like what I'm seeing, Bears not taking this, li- taking this line down. And on an offsides call, about 11 minutes to go in the second. Offsides call just outside the Bears zone. And the Bears are able to win the faceoff. Bjorkstrom's able to push it through, bounces through a defense, and Connor has it at a low two-on-one. Rister, he scores! Connor McMichael scores! What a what a play come in. Win the faceoff, push the puck up quickly, and it's a low two-on-one. Connor McMichael has tied the game. His eighth of the season. Henrik Bjorkstrom, who not only won the faceoff, but got the puck forward. His tenth assist of the season. Awesome job, guys. Well done. And we keep at it. Another power play for the Bears. Come on, let's break this open. Bobby Nardella at the point. Power play for the Bears. Bobby at the point. Over to Bjorkstrom. Over to Pilon. He scores! Yes! Garrett Pilon scores! What a shot by Pilon! And the Bears are in the lead! 3-2 Hershey! What nice job, guys, to get back in this. And they take a lead. Going into the locker room. The Bears are up. Garrett Pilon, his third of the season. Bjorkstrom, 11th assist of the season. Third assist on the game. Bobby Nardella, his 12th assist of the season. Nice job, boys. Well done. Loved everything that we saw. And we head to the locker room. Up 3-2. And is this one of those? How are we going to do this? We're up 23-13 to on shots. Can we close this game out? No more dumb five-minute penalties. Sutter's not playing. You know, Gersich is back out there. You know, let's... How are we going to finish, guys? And we get into the third. 
And the Bears are working the puck around again. Again, as Messi goes over the boards. Floater from the high boards. It's in! It's in! It's in! It wasn't deflected. Ethan Frank deflected it. Lazy wrister that gets deflected. And Zid not saw that one coming. Ha! Ethan Frank gets it in for his 16th. Massey with the 6th assist of the season. Mike Scarbosta, his 19th assist of the season. 4-2 Hershey. Awesome job, guys. But they don't stop. They absolutely do not stop. The Bears, once again, they get a 3-on-1 the other way. Springfield got caught down, down low. Connor McMichael brings it in over to Joe Snively. And he shoots. He scores a filthy Wicked wrister corner snipe. Mm. As Emperor's new groove would see, would go, mm. get that app going. Beautiful. Lovely. Just picks a corner and goes into the net. Joe Snively, why the hell is he in the American Hockey League? He should really be playing in the NHL. No. No. I want this team to be good. No, no, no. No, no, no. October. October he can go play for an NHL team. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I want him to play in the NHL. Just not right now. Not till he hoists a silver chalice. Then he can go. Then he can go. Connor McMichael gets a sixth assist of the season. It's 5-2 Hershey. And for once, I get to sit in my chair and not worry at all. He's okay. We got this, guys. How cute. Springfield's going to try and work the puck in. Adorable. Hunter Shepard's like, you good, guys? You good? All right. Hey, I'm going to watch the new episode of Loud House. On, I'm going to watch the new episode of Owl House on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, my daughter's, my daughter's going to watch the new episode in a few weeks, and I'm going to catch up. All right? All right? I got the iPad here. I'm fine. Just keep everything down there. All right. It's real sad what happens to Hunter's Palace, man. Yeah. yeah. How you doing out there, guys? Good. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> and it's just it's just great to sit at Giant Center and not have to care. Empty netter for the Thunderbirds. I don't even worry about this. Bears get it out of the zone. Garrett Pilon gets the empty netter. And <clears throat> go warm up the bus. No, seriously, go warm it up. It's rather cold out there. And three, two, one, win. Bears win it. Six to two, the final. Garrett Pilon with his fourth goal, his sec- second of the night. Henrik Lapierre, 11th assist. And Alexi Protoss, his third assist of the season. Hershey, six, Springfield, two. Beat the Thunderbirds by a combined 11 to five. And you wanted a response? Over a homestand that's kind of not gone your way at, at the beginning of the new calendar year. Well, there you go. And way a pr- to way to prove a hack like me r- wrong. I mean, <laughs> it's not like I picked Springfield in both games this weekend because I had a hunch that Springfield was going to win one of these games. Yeah, yeah. Whoever thinks that, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know Springfield was walking into a an emotional buzzsaw the team. But speaking of one more thing. That with with Chris Bork being there and being the only Hershey Bear to hoist three Calder Cups, and yes, he's the only one to do that as a player, we had 
the trophies at Giants Center. We had the Kilpatrick Trophy for the regular season title. We had the Eastern Conference Championship Trophy there. And then, sitting right there at the table, there it was, the legendary silver chalice of over 80 years, the Calder Cup. And it was nice to have it in the building once again. It really was dirtied, dusted up, and a slight dent in it, thanks to Alex Lyon. And it was there that once again, I kind of, I channeled my inner David K and Megatron from Transformers Beast Wars. The Chicago Wolves have something very important to to me. Yes. Bring it back. And I want the chalice back home in June. And I'm starting to believe a little bit that this team, the chemistry starting to come together. We're no longer an ordinary lump of dough for being molded into wood or maybe a nice chocolate chip cookie. But anyway, we're being molded. And if we can survive the trade deadline in these next couple months with this scoring prowess, <laughs> fans are starting to believe on the fan club page. And I'm going to get there eventually that we can bring the silver chalice back home. To quote Liquid Snake from Metal Gear Solid 3, Stealing it? No, I'm taking it back. And that's what's going to happen to us. Hopefully, we can bring a 12th to Giant Center. If this team can just continue to go it, and hopefully not have a winter of discontent like last year. So, let's take a look at the standings in the Atlantic uh, Conference. Hold on here. Atlantic Conference, what am I saying here? We'll take a look at the division here. Hershey in first place. This is as of Sunday night with 54 points. Providence in second with 51 points. They're just hanging around with us. Don't expect Providence to drop off big. Charlotte with 42 points sits in third after splitting a weekend series with with Wilkes-Barre. Wilkes-Barre at 41 but they've got a good amount of games to catch up on, including the following week. They're going to be making up their um, postponed game in Utica. So they've got some catching up to do. And they got one in Belleville to make up as well. Uh, the Phantoms at 37 points, or the Fighting Anisimovs. Hartford, having a good good week, has gotten themselves out of the basement and into six. Bridgeport is at seventh, but they're on an 11-game losing streak. It's not pretty there in in Western Connecticut. And then Springfield, the boys of Western Massachusetts, the Fighting Highmores are at 35 points. Over in the north, the Marlies are at 50 points, Utica with 44, the Amherst with 40, the Crunch with 35, Belleville with 33. Oh, Troy, what's happened to you? The Rocket at 33, and the Monsters at 32. So what's up? For the Bears this weekend. Well, it's time for our annual Canadian road trip. Oh, Canarf! Time for the annual Canadian roadie. And it's time for the uh, three and four days as we go from Toronto to Belleville to, to Laval. And no, that's not what's happening this year. It is a Friday, Saturday, Friday night. Will take us to Troy's home out there in Belleville, Ontario, Canada. A 7 o'clock start there at the CAA. And then, just waiting for the uh, to app, app to load to make sure I get this, this right. 
No, actually, it's Laval. We're starting in Laval. Technically, they go west to east. But Laval, Quebec, Canada, home of the All-Star Game, 7 o'clock Friday night, and then Saturday at the CAA Arena, home of the Belleville Senators. And after that, the following week, checks notes here. Give me a second. We'll have a Wednesday night tilt against the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and then another tilt at the Electrodrome Saturday night there at 7th and Hamilton. Hmm. Do I need to go? Maybe. Pencil that in. And then two weeks from at the time of this podcast records, we will have our Teddy Bear Toss Night 3 o'clock start against the Bridgeport Islanders. But just so everyone knows, we'll have a lot of road slates coming up as well. A lot of divisional roadies. We got our back-to-backs in Charlotte to catch up on. And and also, coming in March, a back-to-back in Providence. So it should be interesting times for the Bears coming up. And that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week as we've hit the halfway point. Thank you to everyone for your times, listens, and downloads. Keep them coming on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Thank you for joining me through the first half of this season. And hold on to your butts. Because there's a lot more where this this came from. So I'm heading on a four-game road, road trip of my own. NHL style, everyone. It's Columbus, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and then to Newark, New Jersey. Maybe we'll hit Syracuse on a Saturday night. Maybe. But over to Newark on Sunday, I'll make sure to say hi to VTech for all of you. My name's Richard Blosser. Kitro from NBA Hangtime. Ladies and gentlemen... I am out of here. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. That's at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears!